Hey there, Buffalo Bills fans. Welcome to another episode of Believe, a Bills fan podcast. You can get us anywhere you get your fine Buffalo Rumblings podcasts. I'm happy to be with you today. My name is Jamie D'Amico, and I'm uh, in the air chair solo this time. I'm uh, I'm letting John Boccasino get away. He had an opportunity to head to the mountains, and that's where he is. So anyway, here we have it. The beginning of the regular season is upon us, and I am going to go through this upcoming game with the New York Jets and talk to you about what I think is going to happen along the way, because it should be an interesting one, shouldn't it? We know the New York Jets have really been the darlings of the media. It's the moves that they've made in the offseason, namely bringing in Aaron Rodgers, and people are looking at this roster and saying, okay, there's a lot of talent here. Aaron Rodgers, Nicole Hardman have been brought in. And if you look at what the Jets did last year, they played the Bills pretty much to a draw. The Bills were plus four points on their two meetings last year. And that was with Zach Wilson and Mike White at quarterback. And conventional wisdom says that Aaron Rodgers more than accounts for four points. When you account for the other pluses that they have on the roster, including a Quinn and Williams, who I'm looking forward to seeing matched up with Osiris Torrance, which we'll get to more later, you have a team that is, they're stocked. Let's start with the offense. And let's be honest here. They had the Offensive Rookie of the Year last year in wide receiver Garrett Wilson. Had Brees Hall, the running back, not gotten injured, he very likely would have taken home that award. And something needs to be said for that. Now, a running back is only going to be as good as his offensive line, and they've shown some improvements there. They have a a big guy who I like at right tackle, Mekhi Becton, who due to injuries mostly, has been either out or inconsistent. But him and Dwayne Brown, I think, have some potential there. And old friend Connor McGovern is going to be starting at center. So they're not great. (laughs) They're not great. Uh, They drafted Joe Tipman out of Wisconsin, hoping he could take over the center position. Uh, That didn't work out. Um, So this is probably about an average offensive line, but when you consider that in addition to Nicole Hardman, they also brought in Randall Cobb, an old friend of Aaron Rodgers. Brees Hall running back, as I mentioned, with Dalvin Cook brought in as the number two running back. And, oh, by the way, their number three running back is Michael Carter. Nothing to sneeze at. You are looking at an offense that has some serious potential, especially if Aaron Rodgers can get his head on straight. Now, that is one of the major issues that we're looking at right now because Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to say he played his way out of Green Bay because he didn't, but he pushed his way out of Green Bay. He took a massive pay cut in order to get out, mostly because he wanted to screw his old team over because he's still hostile that they drafted Jordan Love a few years ago. Well, Aaron Rodgers is... from my estimation, a jerk. 
And he's saying and doing the right things right now, but is he the kind of guy who's going to be able to lead this team late into the season when things start going awry and injuries start mounting? Or is he the kind of guy who's going to say, hey, I got my money, I'm going to pack it in. But when we actually look at the when we look at the matchups that are going in, I'm very much looking forward to see what this Bills defensive line is going to be able to do against this Jets offensive line. Like I said, there's there's potential there on that Jets offensive line. They're about average, maybe a little uh, above average. But the Bills have added some talent to that defensive line, as they seemingly do every year. Leonard Floyd, I can't wait to see him on the field. So you have him, uh, a newly uh, rich Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones coming back, Greg Rousseau, and you also have Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle playing backup, and Puna Ford, who may even end up being inactive on game day, which is interesting because he's a very good player. I'm looking forward to seeing what this defensive line is going to do. I'm just excited about that. The other thing I'm excited about with the Bills' defense is seeing Christian Bernard on the field. I am speculating that last year's first-round pick, Kyer Elam, is going to be a game-day inactive, which does not bode well if you're Brandon Bean when it comes to that first-round pick. But finding a starter in the sixth round, well, that does bode well. And Christian Benford, I've been a fan of his since he took the field last season— Love his build, his size, his physicality. The dude is out there hitting people, not making a lot of mistakes. And, oh, by the way, it's important to have depth because injuries do happen. It happened to Benford last year. Dane Jackson is available. And I think that the Bills' defensive secondary could be the best we've seen since, well, since the McBean era has has come into play. Now, I'd be remiss speaking about the defense if I did not mention that there's a new play caller this year. Head coach Sean McDermott has taken over play calling duties as Leslie Frazier has stepped away for the year. Do we think it's going to be different? We've heard about how aggressive he is when he's calling the defense. But... Isn't this Sean McDermott's defense? Hasn't this always been Sean McDermott's defense? Three years ago, they were one of the leaders in the NFL when it came to blitzing. It was only last year they took the they took the their foot off of the collective blitzing pedal because even two years ago they were sending a, a ton of blitzes. I am imagining that the defense is going to look incredibly similar to what it has before because. Basically, it's working, and we've always considered that to be Sean McDermott's brainchild, right? There was even times in the past when McDermott took over play-calling duties from Leslie Frazier. I don't want to get into that because we know what that rabbit hole is going to lead to, and I hate that number now. No offense, Gabe Davis. If you know, you know. Now let's uh, let's switch over to the offensive matchup. Okay, we know that the Jets have a tremendous defensive line. Yeah, you know, we're talking about 
Quentin Jefferson, a former Buffalo Bill, good player, Quinnen Williams. They've got uh, edge defender Carl Lawson, John Franklin Myers, and then C.J. Mosley cleaning everything up in the middle. Quinnen Williams going up against Osiris Torrance is a matchup that you need to pay attention to. Quinnen Williams, one of the best in the business. And Osiris Torrance started slowly in camp, but he did take over as a starter at right guard. Can he handle Quinnen Williams? I mean, Quinnen Williams, is he's a beast. He's a handful for just about anyone. But can a rookie deal with it? We've seen that Torrance is pretty good at passing off his assignment when, on, when there's stunts and twists happening. But can he anchor against Williams? Because Torrance has shown from time to time that he'll get beat off the ball, but then re-anchors. And that's okay. But the question is, will he be able to re-anchor? And that is the, my burning question going into this game because that is what's going to make the difference when it comes to the Bills being able to run the football, in my opinion. That it, it almost entirely comes down to that one player. Also, when it comes to the offensive line, Connor McGovern is a new face. I can't imagine that he's any worse than what the Bills had at left guard last year. Deion Dawkins apparently took a step backward last year, and we all know that Spencer Brown is under an insane amount of pressure to get it right this year. It's going to be very interesting to see how this offensive line gels. Another matchup that I'm incredibly excited about watching. Stephon Diggs against Sauce Gardner. Now, I know, I know, Sauce Gardner, he grabs and he holds and he's too physical downfield and he never gets called for it. I get it. I get it. But Stephon Diggs is one of the best route runners in the NFL and already they're saying Gardner is one of the best cover men in the NFL, which annoys me that he ended up there. But again, it was a great draft a year ago for the Jets. And they ended up with three top-line talents in the first two rounds. So, anyway, as I was saying, Stefan Diggs has a chance here to put Sauce Gardner in his place. And I, I'm hoping that it happens because the New York hype machine, we know how annoying that is. And I'm tired of hearing about it. But the other thing on offense that is really exciting to me is that the Bills have made a brand new effort to control the middle of the field. And I'm talking when it comes all the way from the running back through the offensive line and receivers. The Bills have added experience at running back. Damian Harrison, Latavius Murray. Murray will probably be inactive for this game, but they're good depth backs. They're good players. And then you go to the offensive line. Well, McGovern and Torrance, who I mentioned, an attempt to control the middle of the line of scrimmage. And then downfield, the Bills picked up Deontay Hardy, who's going to be their starting uh, slot receiver. And, of course, we know that at tight end, Dalton Kincaid is going to be playing a ton of slot receiver this year. To me, it's it looks as if the Bills brain trust got together and said, we need to do better from the middle out. And this is how they're going to get there with these new players in there. And 
I'm wondering what Ken Dorsey is going to do with this new personnel that is going to make it look, well, I, I, I guess that's going to make it look as though to us, the fans who are watching on TV, that there have been changes. One of the downsides of watching the games on TV, you don't get to see the entire field. You know, the all 22, you can see people blocking and running routes downfield. So it's going to be interesting how it appears and also how it fills up the stat sheet. There are concerns with this Buffalo Bills team. They are, can Trey White bounce back fully after his knee injury? Can Terrell Bernard handle the middle linebacker spot? Can Christian Benford stay healthy and step up as a quality starter? Is Greg Rousseau going to take a step forward? Can Leonard Floyd possibly get to double-digit sacks again? Spencer Brown, the right tackle. Spencer Brown going to play his way out of a job? Or is he going to step up the way as expected? How long is it going to take for this rebuilt offensive line to gel? All very interesting questions, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing where this is going to end up. Now, the one player I have mentioned that I am the most excited to see, let's see how they work Dalton Kincaid into into the lineup this year. Anyway, now I guess it's time for a prediction, right? You're not going to like this. But I have the Jets winning 26-24. And why do I have that? Only because they've spent their entire offseason preparing for the Bills. In order to be the man, you got to beat the man, said Ric Flair. And the Bills are the man. Now, it's just a prediction. I'm not, I'm not married to my, uh, to my prediction here. So you can tell me how stupid I am. You can go right over to X or Twitter or whatever you're calling it these days, at the Jamie D'Amico, and tell me just how wrong I am. I'd love to hear about it. Anyway, enjoy the game, folks. It's the kickoff of the NFL season, and I couldn't be happier that it's happening. So, go Bills.